You're listening to Zeros on Heroes with Mike Mercadal and Will Watkins. Ready to boo. Hey everybody, welcome to Zeros on Heroes. Uh, thank you everybody for listening and thanks everybody who's been uh, checking us out on Twitter and on Instagram. we got some new follows, some new people uh, commenting. Um, we really do appreciate it. Be sure to leave a review on iTunes. We'd appreciate that as well. Let us know a hero you'd like to uh, you'd like us to talk about. And um, also, we are... What is it I was going to say? I don't know. Oh, special thanks, by the way, to the uh, the guests we had the past couple of weeks. They were, uh, they brought it. They brought it. Yeah, uh, ben we... Conrad and, uh, and Nandu both did amazing episodes. It was really fun. Uh, I'll probably have some more guests coming up. Uh, it'll be really good. Yeah, we're trying to get it. Because we realize that just the two of us, you're going to get us down pretty quick. It's always good to have a third person in here. And uh, let us know if you have... Uh... Uh, if you're famous and would like to come and talk about a hero, <laughs> no. But yeah, uh, do drop. Sounds us a like line. we need to tag at JJ Abrams with this next post. Exactly at JJ. <laughs> Listen, if anybody out there knows JJ Abrams, uh, just uh, come on. Or JJ Walker, either one. Either JJ would be great. I'm down with the Avengers and Dynamite. Both would be uh, no. JJ Abrams is uh, Star Wars. What? What, what, what did you say? Avengers. You're talking about um, Joss Whedon. Joss God Whedon. damn it. All right, right, nerd card is gone. You're fired. Jesus um, Christ. But Serenity now. See what I did there? See you, what I did there? You did a thing that uh, is a reference. Five, uh, I, I don't know. The um, That was a really interesting bridge, uh, but Seinfeld pops out first on that one. Someone's got to come on and do Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's talk about Heroes in the News. Hero News. Heroes in the News. There you go. Um, so... Some big uh, final official word about Spider-Man, about the Spider-Man, and uh, that he's, he's, he's officially back under the Marvel umbrella in terms of the films. It's it's a weird arrangement they have where uh, Marvel doesn't put any money forward, uh, towards uh, the other Spider- the solo Spider-Man films. Right. They get to use him in the Avengers and they get to use him in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, Sony still retains the rights. They retain everything. They put forward all of the backing, the financial backing. But Marvel does get a cut of whatever it is, as they usually do. Plus, their uh, Kevin Feige uh, is uh, how do you say Feige? Feige is now the uh, uh, pretty much the showrunner for any of the the, the main producer for the Spider-Man uh, solo films, which means there's going to be a different creative aspect to it, which means they'll right. probably go in a better direction. Uh, or at least a more coherent, a more like long term, make a good story yeah. direction. Because clearly they were not doing that before. No, I mean, no, not at all. And it, they, they, they're ousting Andrew Garfield. He's not going to be Spider Man anymore. There's a big push now again for Donald Glover. No, he's not going to do it. They already have. Uh, they down to their uh, two co- uh, two actors right, yeah, right now. I know. I still want to see. Uh, what was it, Miguel O'Hara? That version. Oh, you mean Spider Man 2099? The is that 2009? Which one? Am I, th- I mean, Miles Morales. Oh, yeah, Miles Morales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, even even Donald Glover right now couldn't play Miles because Miles Morales is like 13. Is like 13 yeah. in, the, in the comic books, which is also kind of how they want uh, with the with the reboot. A lot of people are thinking they were going to have like an aged Spider-Man who's in his 30s or 40s, like or something the Dark like that. Returns, sort of like that. Um, but now they're they're saying it's actually going to go younger than the Andrew Garfield one because Andrew Garfield played like high a high school senior. Now they want a high school freshman. 
Really? Yes. Okay. They want to go super young where the, the future movies are going to all take place in a high school. Like, it's never going to leave a high school. You know how it was, in, like, Tobey Maguire was like, he graduated high school and now he's a he's college a, student. He's a reporter. And then in, in uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2, he graduated high school and now he's Spider-Man in New York City or whatever right, it is. Right, right, right. This one is going to be like... The first movie takes place when he's a freshman. Second movie takes place when he's a sophomore. Third movie takes place when he's a junior. And I think they're really going to try and stick to the whole. Well, I mean, I'm not. I don't want to speculate, yeah. but I think they want to stick to the whole um, him not revealing his identity being very protected. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the. Th- I think that's going to be very important to because the, story. the the way they were going to do uh, Civil War was they <laughs> they were going to bring in um they're going to bring the Black Panther in. To take the place of whatever role Spider-Man was going to have, right? Because the talks failed. But everybody but, knows who Black Panther is, right? I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. Uh, but now they're bringing in Spider-Man, so it's like, oh, we can go back to the, the plan we originally wanted. I wonder. I wonder if, like in the offices, they threw like a little party. They were. They're like, hey, like like, like <laughs> when they finally announced it, like like how because. It's been a long time coming. Like, there was announced that Marvel killed Fantastic Four because they hated what Fox did, which is. It might, there might be some aspect of truth behind it, right. but the the fact is that Fantastic Four comic books were selling terribly. It was right. just a horrible. Could that have been because the movies sucked? It could have been. It, that, could, you know it what I mean? definitely like, could have been. I think. It, I think in the in the long run, uh, the the you know Marvel can do whatever the hell they want. I mean, with the Secret Wars, it's going to happen, and they yeah. like I I trust them to tell better stories than a movie production, a movie you know studio. Yeah. Well, I mean, what they're saying is, uh, I've been talking more about the the reboot of the whole, whole entire Marvel universe. Is that a lot of it is totally influenced by, by the by the movies? And DC even said we're being influenced by the movies and by the TV shows because it hits so many people. Like, yeah. I mean, every so the it's because originally, you know, you start off with these comic book stories that a handful of kids know. You know, yeah. what I mean, it's just children. At least that's originally what it was. And then all these kids eventually grow up and have the stories in their head. But now. Everybody knows what you know. Who everybody knows who Iron Man is now. Yeah, yeah. You ask somebody ten years ago who Iron Man is, and they're like, "That what? Who's I don't? Maybe that? Maybe yeah. some of them will know." He was, he was a B list, C list yeah, superhero, yeah, yeah. and uh, and so now I I just I hope they. Part of me wants to see independent hero stories like the Daredevil show. Uh-huh. Is I don't want to see a huge crossover. I know it's gonna imp- like. I like the individual stories. Yeah, yeah. Like, I loved Spider-Man didn't have the Avengers flying around. And, and you know what I mean? Like, the Avengers story is different because it's all, it's that's what it's built on. All yeah. of these people coming together. And From what I heard, they're going to uh, set up the Marvel Universe in an interesting way coming up. Is that there's the celebrity heroes, which right. is the Iron Man, Captain America, the Hawkeye, the A-Team. And then there's the, uh, the heroes that uh, don't get... You know the big publicity. They're gonna make sure that uh, Spider-Man stays the villain in the public's eyes. Right, right, right. So maybe there's something in, in Civil War that's gonna happen that's gonna bring him to the front pages, but in a negative way. Obviously, J. Jonah Jameson yeah. and all that jazz. Uh, but yeah, uh, they also said for the future. The interesting thing about the uh, the Sony Marvel collision is that Sony is still gonna make the Sinister Six movie they were talking about. 
that was gonna, still making that? Yeah, because it was going to go Amazing Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2, Sinister, Sinister Six, Six, then Amazing Spider-Man 3. They canceled Amazing then Spider-Man the 3. Ant-Man movie, which is movie. so stupid. And then they were also going to have uh, a female-centric Spider-Man movie that right. didn't involve Spider-Man, uh, which probably would have ended up being Spider-Gwen or something like that. So Silk, maybe. Or Silk or something like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Or Madame Web or Spider-Woman, yeah. whatever. But uh, So they said uh, on the docket right now for Sony is, first of all, it's going to be the shared... Uh, he's gonna be in uh, Captain America. Right. Then they're gonna have a solo Spider-Man movie, uh, which uh, they're gonna try to keep it all towards Spider-Man. They're not gonna include the rest of the, uh, the Marvel universe. Right. And then from there, they're gonna have the Sinister Six movie, and then they're gonna have still the female-centric Spider-Man movie. So they still want to. They still want to have their own universe. Right. But it's it's gonna be kind of a shared universe where they can actually borrow from the Marvel roster now that they can bring in. Uh, different villains from the Marvel Universe. They oh. might bring in a Kingpin to battle the uh, Spider-Man at some point. Or team up. Because I, I do like... One of my favorite things was also was in the comic books when they would team up. So you would see like... Yeah. Uh, it was called Marvel Team Up, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where they would have the like the Daredevil and Spider-Man kicking the shit out of somebody. You yeah. Know, like, like teaming up to take down the Kingpin. Like that would be and, a and great actually, since, story. Since they're both street level crime fighters, yeah. that could happen. It could happen. Or something like the... I still want a Punisher versus Daredevil so bad. I want those are like like or Punisher versus Spider Man. Punisher versus Spider Man. That's where Punisher, Punisher was uh, created. Was yeah. for Spider Man. Uh, Punisher versus Wow, that would be a good one too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, yeah. All of that stuff is the thing is is that now now we're getting into a very dangerous area where you can like people might just do things for the fuck of it. You know what I mean? Oh, where yeah. it's like yeah, let's put you know it's almost like Spider Man three. Yeah. Where it was like, and same. 80 villains. And, yeah, all yeah. of these. Let's bring uh, James Franco back. It's like, why? No, we didn't need... No, 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 no. Yeah. You know what's interesting is uh, one of the... They originally had like 10 people that were looking at for Spider-Man. One of them was actually Dave Franco. Oh, right. Who was James Franco's brother. younger yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. And he actually... I think he would have done a good job. He would have done a good job. I like that guy. Um, but he's yeah, a, ultimately they want to go completely very yeah. young. So they're going to probably get an unknown... Well, they have uh, Logan Lerman. I don't know who that is. Uh, he was in 310 to Yuma. He was also in the movie Fury. You saw Fury? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was the young guy in the tank. The one yes, who was just... The new guy. That dude. And then they also have... Uh, I think his name's Dylan O'Brien or something like that. He was from uh, The Maze Runner, that movie that just came out. Oh, I haven't seen okay. it. He's, he's an English dude. Right. So it's between those two. I think right now is the between those two. I think a British. I think I don't think a British guy should get it. I think it should be an English, an American. You don't, you don't want another Andrew Garfield who was British. Yeah. No. 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 I'm just thinking too many. Too many Brits taking. True story. You know what? Uh, I find it interesting about Logan Lerman, named after Wolverine. Yeah. I, I he know, was I actually named after Wolverine. Cool. Like his dad was a huge comic book fan, named after Wolverine. That's pretty cool. That'd be a nice thing. I, would, I did hear a story about the Maze Runner dude, though. I guess he was doing like a Comic Con panel for Maze Runner, and it came out the same time Amazing Spider-Man Two did. And so somebody asked him, like at San Diego Comic Con, like uh, if you could play any superhero, who would you play? And he was like, Ah, you know, I'd really like to play Spider-Man. And his friend was like, That's never gonna happen, man. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, if that happens, it's gonna be like, Yo, in your face. Yeah. yeah. You got told. Oh, you got told. I was fucking Spider Man. <laughs> I mean, I would. I wonder. Like, that's that's the the day. If the day ever comes where you get like a big role in something, yeah. there's gonna be some level of me that's like gloating. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna be like, see, I told you, motherfuckers. Yeah. I told you. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, fine. <laughs> you, you win. You win. You get to be in. You get to be Spider Man. There was a uh, a couple uh, years ago. Uh, what's his name? Benedict Cumberbatch was on a, on a panel of San Diego Comic Con, and uh, at the time, he wasn't announced as 
Doctor Strange. Right. He, he was just a fan favorite to be Doctor Strange. And right. so somebody went, you know, he, you know, he, he hadn't even gotten the role. He wasn't approached with the role. Yeah. But somebody said, you know, uh, if you could play any superhero, who would you play? Obviously trying to get him to say Doctor Strange. So he goes, uh, Nurse Normal. It's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. That's but uh, all right. So what was the other story that you want to talk about? Um, uh, oh, uh, uh, Deadpool. They they kind of released oh, yeah. a little bit of. Uh, it was Ryan Reynolds showed a picture, and he was like a prototype of the costume. So there is a mask. It was on like a thing. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was in, it was in sepia tone, so you can't see the color. Right. There was a mask, and there were a pair of gloves, which means he is gonna go straight up with the the costume. That, I'm guessing it's gonna look like that test footage they showed. I I would love to see. See, here's the thing. I would have watched a full CG animated rated R. Oh yeah, version of the, that movie. If that if that would have been a clip of the much larger movie done exactly like that, I would have watched it. That's, that looked fucking fun as shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if live, fine, good. Everything is you know like I'm on board because the whole point of that of of that Deadpool character is the tone, is the attitude, yeah. it's the it's the interaction. It's like. So it's the smart ass nature of, of the character, you know. Oh, absolutely. So I it could have been they could have done that thing with fucking puppets. I would have been like, yeah, I'm on board, you know. Yeah, yeah. Did but you ever read the Deadpool comics? I read I've read a couple where he like he, he teams up with the Vulture and I've yeah. read a couple. I I have not read the new there's one a, that Brian Posehn and Jerry Duggan did. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. haven't read that yet. There's a there's one called uh, there's a a character called Hydra Bob. Uh-huh. He, he works for Hydra. And uh, uh, he, some people are saying actually T.J. Miller might get that role. He's in. He got. Uh, he's cast. He's in the movie. Yeah, they, they don't know what he'll be though. They think it's gonna. That's gonna be the role he's gonna play because it's that weird, bizarre. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Quirky. T.J. Miller. He's in. He. That guy's got. A, he's such in a, fucking everything. Man. He's in everything. He is in so many fucking things. He was in. Uh, what did I just see? The animated. Oh, Big Hero Six. He was a voice. Big in Hero that. Six. It was these that. are like giant movies that he now has a cut of. Oh yeah. He's in all the ta- the Tame Your Dragon movies. Yeah. He's a voice in a bunch of stuff. He was in the Yogi Bear movie. Yeah, he was in uh, what's that? What uh, Cloverfield? Yeah, he, that? that was his. That was like his first. That was his breakout role. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah, that dude. That those are like some deceptively giant paychecks that guy's getting. Yeah. Like he's you know whatever. Have Big you ever... Hero Six was great. Have you? Have, yeah, it was pretty good. That was a great movie. It was pretty good. But yeah, uh, have you ever seen his uh, his morning show compilation? No. Oh, no. that's great. You know, you do press on the road and stuff like that. Yeah. You have to go to morning shows. His are fucking hysterical. If you have to get a chance, I don't really know his, his material that much. I've only seen the bits and pieces. Right. But his morning show shit's fucking hilarious. He's a great interview. He's he, I, I, I hear him on Doug Loves Movies that podcast. Uh, Doug Benson. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's on there all the time. He's he's a really funny guy. I like I like his uh, his persona. Yeah. But yeah. So, uh, all right, let's get to the episode today uh, before we waste any more time. Uh, but we got, um, today's a little different. We're, tr- we're, we're actually doing a hero battle. It's going to be uh, Rick Grimes versus Daryl Dixon. <laughs> walking Dead music, Walking Dead music, <laughs> Walking Dead, dun dun ban do ominous tones. Yeah, all right, how, how does that go? I don't know, I don't know. That's the X-Files thing. The, but yeah, no, so we're talking about Walking Dead. Uh, it's an interesting... Uh, the season's kicking off right now. They've, they showed the first episode yesterday. There's going to be spoilers in this episode. So if you have not watched, if you're not up to date with Walking Dead, don't don't listen. Don't don't choose this episode to be the first one that you tune into. Go back and uh, listen to uh, the Spider-Man one. Yeah, yeah. Go back. Actually, go to the Superman was a little better. Go to the Superman one. Just go start from the beginning. Listen to all of them and rate the <laughs> rate them uh, nicely. Or no. how about you go watch the fucking go Walking Dead? Walking, no, no, no. Genuinely, go watch Walking Dead. It's yeah. a great show. I've been. I am. You've read um, 
the the a fair amount. I don't think I think they, I've read probably two thirds of the series so far. Right. I am not. I, I did not read the comics of Walking Dead. I got into it at, at the show. I was late into the. Well, yeah, I, I watched the show, and the show's the reason why I started watching reading the comics. Oh, uh, see, I'm once I start the, a story in one medium, I can't go back until like I oh, can't it, read the Game it's of Thrones. Completely books. different. I mean, totally. Yeah, but, the but it changes. Uh, it changes the the. It changes my appreciation for. It's like giving. If, uh, if I if I'm watching one version of it, I get a hundred percent of my joy of the the joy I get from it is a hundred percent. I feel like if I were to split it up, I feel like oh, I'll always be comparing the two. Like that's why I haven't read any of the Game of Thrones books. I think there. I mean, I when I did when I was reading it, I did compare the two. Yeah. Uh, but I think for because uh, I hated the character of Andrea in the TV show. Right. She's absolutely uh, deplorable. Like she's, I just choose the most annoying character right. I've ever seen in any TV show, which is a stark contrast to the comic book. In the comic books, she is the most badass. She's awesome. She's amazing. She's Rambo. She, I think that's what like Carol this season. Oh, I think it's almost like oh, yeah. we, we fucked up Andrea so bad. Let's take this character who's not in the comic books and turn yeah. her into what Andrea is in the comic books. Well, let's start where we start every episode. What's the first thing you think of when you think of Frank uh, uh, Frank Grimes from The Simpsons? <laughs> you remember? I always get those two confused. Frank Grimes, for, for, yeah, Grimey. You remember that episode? Of the yeah. yeah, that's all I think about. Uh, I, uh, but uh, Rick Grimes versus Daryl Dixon. What's the first thing you think? Um. I think of uh, hard choices. Oh, okay. That's a great. That's a great way to sum it up. I would say hard choices and change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they are all about change. They've gone through crazy progression just in the show alone. Yeah. So where? So those two characters. So uh, Rick Grimes is the. It, it starts off. Everything's told from his perspective in the show. Yeah. Is that how it is in the comic books? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So he's the main guy. He's the main guy. It, the sto- it, it, he has yet to... It's not like they kill him off and somebody else takes over. Because that was the thing that people told me about the comic book series was that no one is safe. No, no one is safe. Yeah, like important people die. And the show has kind of shown that where like yeah. important people fucking die. And as as uh, as crude and as violent as the show is, the comic book is 20 times more than Yeah, that. yeah, I hear it's... It, it, I, like, that's the thing is that I want The Walking Dead kind of to have the kind of arc that uh, Breaking Bad had uh-huh. so that it ends on a solid note uh-huh. and then that way I can go back and start reading the comic books. Yeah. So I can get the rest of the experience because I know there's a big chunk that I'm well, missing. Well, the, the comic books are never going to end. Like, there's never going to be yeah. like an end date to it. Uh, but it's, it's so interesting to... I always had this theory, by the way, that Breaking Bad, Walking Dead, Mad Men were all in the same universe. Mad Men too? Uh, yeah, for some, it, it was it was just like one of those like fan theories right, in my head right, that I right. knew wasn't true. Yeah, I know they're all separate things, <laughs> but I always imagined like it was gonna be like uh, Don Draper's doing his thing, you know, selling the the whatevers cigarettes and the, or whatever. and the yeah the cigarettes. Like he was selling cigarettes and those you know cigarettes kill people, and then eventually he was maybe gonna like sell like. Oh, there's methadone or whatever. Some like, drug. Some dude was going to work for some drug company, pharmaceutical, that was going to make this methadone type thing that, you know, turns shit blue or whatever. And then Breaking Bad comes out. And, like, I was always wondering if, like, the final episode of Breaking Bad was going to be him, like, tinkering with the, the formula so that he gives it to some guy and the guy turns to a zombie and bites somebody. Right. And, well, that and was... it just spread. I was like, ah, wouldn't that be awesome if that was just one whole fucking... Well, ah, I would they, love that. that I, I, there's a, a couple of different fan theories about how, how everything comes together. Some people do have the Breaking Bad, Walking Dead, where um, 
in well, the, at one point, Merle like has a bag of drugs. Exactly, I was just gonna say that. he yeah. has a he has a bag of the blue the blue rock the blue, blue sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has a uh, he like it's there. It's part of his. He, like, he's he. I guess he smokes the meth. I don't know what yeah, yeah, value yeah. that has in the apocalyptic world. The, the, the well, he was just a drug addict and y- drug dealer. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but they also but they uh, my favorite one is that uh, Jesse is actually uh, the dad from Malcolm in the Middle. Because whenever you hear stories about like if you watch Malcolm in the Middle, uh, Ryan Cranston's character. They all talk about how he had such a wild youth and he was such a bad kid and he was oh. misbehaved. So people think that 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 that's the character. Like, and it, someone wrote like this. It's bullshit. I mean, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. But it was just like one of those things where I'm like, that's funny. That's interesting. <laughs> but um, but yeah. back to the back to the Walking Dead. The so the hard choices. It starts off right from right from the bat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. In the where do the pat where do the storylines diverge? Uh, I mean, there are. I mean, because. Like, Shane is a villain. Right. But he dies in, like, the second comic book. Yeah, he's not... That's what people say. Like, oh, yeah, he dies, like, right away. And then uh, the governor is there, but the governor is a completely different character mm-hmm. than the governor in the TV show. Right. The governor, in fact, it comes on pretty early, and it's very similar to the same thing, where it's, you know, he has this community, and he has, like, zombie fights, just like the governor in the TV show did. Well, they don't... They never use the word zombie. Yeah, they don't... Yeah, because the zombies never existed in that universe. Exactly, yeah. And, Which I always find ironic whenever you think of, like, a zombie movie, that nobody's like, oh, shit, the zombies are real. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, Except it, in Shaun of the Dead. In Shaun of the Dead, yeah. But yeah, that Shaun of the Dead is its, yeah, it's, it's, its own yeah, 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 yeah. entity. It's, it's... Oh, fuck, now I want to go watch Shaun of the Dead. But, uh, uh in, the, in the comic book, actually, the governor... Cuts off Rick's hand. Really? Yeah, like, puts him down, takes Michonne's katana, and fucking chops off his right hand. Do you, th- like, I, I don't know if that's something they can do. No, they would never do it, because they want a guy who has both hands, who's yeah. a gunslinger and everything like that. Well, also, you can't, I mean, like, that's the thing when, um, when they showed, like, oh, what's his name? Um, uh, uh, the, the, the old man, uh, Herschel. Herschel. When they show him getting his leg chopped off, I'm like... Whenever they do that to someone, or whenever anybody gets a limb chopped off, yeah. I'm always like, they're not going to last long. Yeah. Or if they do, it'll be in a very limited capacity. Because that is such a clusterfuck to film. Yeah. To shoot around. To shoot, to like, they showed him wearing, like, the green side, they showed the behind-the-scenes footage. That is such a hurdle. So, in the last episode, uh, spoiler alert, remember, we, we're going to talk and say whatever the fuck we want, because yeah. we, we already announced it, we disclaimed it. So, when Tyrese gets, his, gets bit... Yeah. They try to do the whole chopping off thing again. But it doesn't work. But immediately I was like, if he doesn't die this episode, he's dying in the next one. Yeah, or like yeah, they're yeah. not keeping him around. Yeah. He served a purpose. They sh- they used him for whatever they're using him for. He's he he was anyone who becomes the moral compass of the show they're gets dead. knocked off immediately. They're dead. So Which is why like Rick survives, because he's always going between yeah. the two. And I think that's also why Daryl survived. Well, besides the fact that he's the most popular character yeah. on television. But both of those characters survive. They live in the gray area. They, Daryl, I think, it's not that he lives in the gray area. I think that he has such a wide margin. Like, he doesn't care. Like, now you see him cracking, but before it was all about getting the job done. Yeah. Like, you would see him, he broke a little with Carol. Yeah, he broke a little now a lot with Beth. With Beth, yeah, and uh, so like you see, you see him there, but he's pretty much just about he's a soldier. Yeah, you know, what I mean, he's not the one calling the shots, so it, his moral compass doesn't matter. Yeah, you know I mean, he's just he's just he's a, a tool for whoever's exactly. in charge. Rick, is... I don't know because he he could have been a tool for that guy Joe, who was the the uh, you know oh, the claim. 
the, the clan guys. Yeah. Like, he could have been told for him, but he rejected it. Right. That's a cho- I mean, Again, that's a choice, but yeah. because he's not Joe's soldier, he's Rick's soldier. He's, yeah. he's, a, he's still got his group, so he still has loyalties yeah, to yeah, yeah. his group. But it's, it's, it's more in the sense of kind of keeping everything together. Like, the whole story of um, when, when he and Beth are separated... When there's like that that time where they're they're like isolated. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like you see him, you see him kind of, just kind of getting her to get past that emotional connection to yeah. like that that the the letting the emotions drive her and just kind of do what you got to do. Where on the other hand, you see Rick, everything is highly emotional. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like like with his wife having a baby with the other guy, having yeah. to kill Shane, who was his friend, the fuck is what you know his kid. Yeah, everything is is like almost. Like, um, what is it? Exposed nerve. Yeah, yeah. So it's like almost like two ends of the spectrum. Where would you... Who, which one do you think is more your... Who do you, who do you uh, uh, picture yourself as more? I picture myself more as the Rick character. Yeah? Who, who's caught in between, doesn't know what the fuck he wants to do. Where he can't... Where he, like, makes a choice and then he's like, fuck, was that wrong? Well, that's the thing. He's always trying to do the right thing. Right. He's always trying to do the right thing. And sometimes that right thing is the wrong thing. Right. It's, it's you know, something he messes up a lot. Sometimes where you're like, fuck, I wish Shane was here. Shane could, Shane would get them out of the situation. Yeah. This is the obvious thing. You need to kill this dude that you have locked up. He's going to get you guys in trouble. Or that, I, and, and that's where the Glenn character comes in. Because now he's he has the emotional thing with Maggie. But... It's 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 weird. Like they showed him when after the prison breaks down, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, they gets run gets overrun, and they had to go off their separate ways. And he finds the group of people, whatever, uh, or the girl that was whatever. There's like all yeah, convoluted yeah, yeah. story. There's a million different storylines um, where he's just like on that mission where it's not about him being emotionally charged to do things. He's like, no, I got to get back to Maggie. Or I got to yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's not. It, well, I mean, that's extremely emotionally charged, but with, to the point where with the, direction though. With, with everybody was like, oh, we need to go to Washington, D.C. And he was like, fuck that shit, I'm getting my girlfriend. Right. Or my wife. I'm getting yeah, yeah, my, my wife. Well, I mean, my, my, my point being is that Glenn looks out for Maggie, and that's it. Yeah. Rick looks out for the whole group. Yeah. So it's a much bigger, like, it's all, more all-encompassing. You know, yeah, I yeah. picture myself more of the, uh, I don't want to say Daryl Dixon. I, I want to say that because I, that I, yeah, yeah, I think I'm a badass. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying because I... Personally, I feel like would you do well in a in that kind of environment? Would you, or do you have skills that you could use in like a post-apocalyptic? Well, that's the thing that's interesting is everybody always asks that question, but yeah. it's like, like who would survive in a zombie apocalypse? If you had asked Carol that question before the zombie apocalypse, she'd right. be like, oh no, no, I don't, I don't. Well, yeah. But now Carol's the she's the badass on the show. She's 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 the strongest female character I think on television. Like like she's one of the strongest yeah, female you know, characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, when she fucking kills uh, uh, those two, the, when they get the sick, that was an interesting approach too. Being a medical person, yeah. When everybody in the camp gets sick, yeah. What an interesting dynamic that was because now it's not the zon- the, the walkers yeah, yeah. trying to get you. It's like, oh shit! If you die in here, yeah, it's from the inside out. You yeah, gotta, you know, what I mean, it's it's super interesting. And where she like burn those fuckers up and was yeah, like, no, yeah. yeah, we had to, yeah. She turned into Shane, I think. She, not, I was gonna say Daryl, but you're right. It's Shane, where it's just yeah. like. She was like, oh, those people are sick? Okay, let's burn them right now. That's yeah, the yeah. obvious thing we need to do Kill right them now. and burn them, yeah. Because, like, the first episode when Jim... Uh, remember that dude, Jim? Uh, he was, like, the skinny guy, and he was digging the graves, and everybody's right, like, right. what are you doing digging graves? Remember that guy? And he got yeah, bit, yeah, yeah. and they tried to hide it, and then they found it. Yeah. And Shane was like, oh, let's go kill Jim right now. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's like, no, you can't, we can't kill Jim. Which like, I, he was right. He, they, yeah, they need to kill that dude. There's a certain level of... Um, 
I guess like the weakest of the herd, you get back to kind of like that primal. Oh yeah. Where it's like, yeah, we are only as strong as our weakest link. If someone is weak enough to get cut off, yeah. It's like that whole the concept of the squeaky wheel gets gets the grease. Yeah. You want to squeak just enough to get the grease, but not enough to get replaced. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, exactly. what I mean, if you squeak too much, you're gonna you know if you cause too much problem, yeah, sorry, you're gonna you go your own way. Like like with Carol, where Rick didn't kill her. Yeah. He was like, you you're bad for the group. You gotta go. Yeah, yeah. And uh, all of these stories, all of these choices and stuff like that, I feel like the reason why the show resonates so much with people is because it's like a, a cast a foil onto like everyday smaller choices yeah, that you yeah. make like in a social group of friends when someone does something bad to the group of friends like like how do you deal with group dynamics how do you deal with you know relationship dynamics and hard situations so there's like there's a lot of parallels you can draw but it's, then it's, it's fucking a, zombies you know? I think I think Robert Kirkman said the reason why the show works is because it's a it's a soap opera with, yeah. with zombies it's not about the zombies like that yeah. that was the, the when they talked to Robert Kirkman that's, that was one of the things he regrets was doing the uh, the CDC episode oh, where yeah. they try and cast some light as yeah. to the so- why and who- I think that they came from like I don't know if you know about Robert Kirkman like how Walking Dead started and everything like it's an independent comic he was just yeah. some dude drawing shit and he was just trying to get these comic books nobody would buy these comic books finally he got it uh, with Image I think Image, Image there was some controversy with who created the comic and then the show well, at the beginning, like who the first couple. Rob, well, Robert Kirkman is the he's the guy who created the story of The Walking Dead. Right. He's the guy who scripts story, uh, Walking Dead. There was uh, a different artist than is currently doing it now. Right. Uh, but he, I mean, he was pretty much new. He was just being hired to right, yeah, draw yeah. the first like two or three comic books, and then after that, this the guy style from, changed. I forgot his right. name. Some guy from uh, Scotland does it now. Right. But um, so they were doing it together. So Robert Kirkman like was just doing it like. He was working during the day, like, selling, uh, you know, car parts or whatever over the phone, and he was doing the comic book stuff at night. Nice. And so, uh, he worked, his, you know, his fucking sweat and tears and everything, and then he went to Image Comics, because Image did weird shit. Right, yeah, because, um, this was back, how long ago did this This was ten years ago? Yeah. Where, there really is, all, there, there was a boom in the 90s of, or the 80s, 90s of, like, independent right. comic books. Yeah, and I'd say 90s and early 2000s. 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was Spawn and everything exactly, like that. Exactly, yeah. Dark Horse and all yeah, that. Yeah, Dark Horse. And st- I love Dark, Dark Horse. had Star Wars for a while. They did yeah, fantastic. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were had great. Star Wars. And I think they had Serenity. Someone had Serenity, yeah, 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 that yeah. Firefly series. The, and, those uh, books are great, too. So he brought it to Image, and Image was like, you know, we're going to do, we actually have on the docket right now, we're going to do a horror series. So we'll just, we'll add your thing to the horror series. Right. So there was, like, Vampire 1 and, you know, Werewolf 1 and Frankenstein 1, and they're like, I would throw the zombie one in there. And first, nobody bought The Walking Dead. It was the least sold out of all of them. And then out of nowhere, fucking everybody just started buying these Walking Dead comic books to the point where, like, now, like, a number one uh, first issue is worth, like, $1,000 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Something, the collectability of it, is because I I know plenty of people like you said you read one of the omnibus or you've had the the collections yeah right? yeah, 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 yeah like you read a collection the, the first two of them yeah yeah which are huge they're fucking you yeah, know like a, a good a, four or five inches thick yeah yeah and the, the thing is that I've only ever seen them in that format I've yeah. never actually seen a Walking Dead comic oh yeah I mean could I like at Midtown or something like that no no, no, no but like I, I never see anybody reading those like I never oh, see yeah, them anywhere yeah. I only like I've seen like I've seen people on the train with a fucking like a like one of the like a trade paperback of, of something. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But I, I, and I remember I just a couple weeks ago I saw someone with a with a 
Walking Dead on their iPad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And then so I was like, oh, wow, someone's reading it. But I've never actually seen, you know, a straight-up comic yeah, book yeah. Of, of, of The Walking Dead. Well, I think that's one of the things, too, is, like, you know, when you walk in the ep- or watch an ep- episode of uh, Walking Dead, you go, oh, the fucking cliffhanger. I gotta... Yeah. I can't wait. Like, there's one part in... Uh, oh, man. Like, I think this is maybe one of the ones coming up is they, they find another, like, you know, kind of like... Uh, and, uh, home. Another. Yeah, another, like, community, and they're very peaceful, and they're nice and loving and everything like that, and at one point there's, you know, an attack or whatever, and, like, uh, like the ending of this one comic... I'm not gonna give away any details, except the ending of this one comic is uh, Rick's, like, battling zombies, slicing people's heads and right. stuff like that, and then, uh, like, that's, like, the last page of the comic, and then, uh, you know, the second to last page, and when you turn the comic... It just says, like, a bubble. It says, like, Dad. And, like, Rick turns around and, like, half of Carl's face is gone. No! But he's, he's not dead. It's just, like, he got, like, shot in the face by, like, a stray bullet or something like that. Sure, sure. And, like... Shotgun blast. That's a spoiler, but, like, Carl ends up living and stuff, so he doesn't die. But it's, like, there's just a huge chunk taken out, and then it's, like, end of, end of this issue. And you're, like, what the like, fuck? You're, like, I can't... I'm not gonna wait... Fucking! I need to know what happens now. Right, right. So right. it's almost better to read it in those giant editions because you're like, I need. Well, I need because it's the binge watch of yeah. comic books. Yeah, it's, exactly. It, like what I'm doing now. With, I'm still reading Fear itself. I'm, I'm like it's enthralled amazing. with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, reading yeah. every issue. Yeah. Um. But the uh the 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 funny thing is is that binge watching is. Like I, I equate it like whenever remember you used to see like the nerds that would go through and in, in school like people were were the the bookworms yeah, yeah, yeah. and they would just tear through a book in like a day yeah everybody now does that and as as a binge watching thing yeah. like that's like those are the OG bingers were the people that would like tear down a book in like a in like a day yeah where yeah. they're like oh yeah I finished it yesterday and you're like you you what? got it yesterday how did you read this whole fucking book yeah because I'm not I'm not a quick I'm not a fast reader I love reading I'm not but I'm not like a like, I can't sit for, like, four hours and read, you know? Like, I yeah, can't yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. But I know people that have, like, yeah, no, I've been reading since I woke up this morning, and uh, it's midnight now, and I can't put it down. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, did your ass fall asleep? Like, how did you function? <laughs> did you eat today? You know? One of the things about, like, binge-watching and stuff is I'm so glad I have Netflix to binge-watch or Amazon yeah. Prime to, to, to binge-watch. Because I'm one of the people where if I finish something within a day or I finish it within a week, right. I'm like, I don't feel like I got my money's worth. If I went out and spent... Like, you know, the average season of a, of a TV show is $30. Right. And there's, like, eight seasons of it, 30 times eight. I'm, I can spend all that money, and, like, I busted out in less than a month. I'm like, I don't know if I feel like I got my money. Yeah, because like, like, video games. Video games when I was a kid, I would beat them within, you know, two, three days. And I'm like, ah, oh, I spent my entire... I spent 50 bucks on this. on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the Sega video game? Yeah. Oh, my God. This is terrible. But, you know what? That's... that's there's something to be said for that, like... um like the Netflix series that are, that they drop all the episodes at once. Yeah, I wish they would not do that. Oh, I'm so glad they do. I, I, I my my thing is is that I I still believe in watching things because the social dynamic is taken out of it. So like if let's say I watch all of like House of Cards is coming out, I love that show. Let's say like if let's okay, well let's bring it to Walking Dead. Let's say they all this mid season whatever. There wouldn't be as much hype. There wouldn't be as much like social. Like, hey, did you watch Walking Dead? Yeah. I feel like they've lo- there's been a big loss in the water cooler. Well, like the 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 last two three episodes of Breaking Bad were fucking. Uh, everybody was going crazy. Right. Yeah. It was like they were having viewing parties and exactly, exactly. So like something like like Walking Dead. Like there's a couple places here on Meetup in New York where you can uh, where they have watch parties for yeah. different shows. 
which I feel is is like a, a, a fun like when when House of Cards comes out. I want to do like like with uh, our buddy Oni who who uh, watches the show. Also, whoever watches the show to go watch it together because I think that's something that's missing. There's a com- when you binge watch everything. Yeah, there's a communal aspect of television. I think that's gone. Like Walking Dead now, because uh, because it's not available f- to stream the whole thing. There's still that. I, that the cliffhanger counts. Yeah, you can do the cliffhanger and have it matter. Like if you do a cliffhanger on a binge episode, like if they had all of them on Netflix right now, and you do a cliffhanger episode, it's like next episode starts in fourteen seconds. They're like, yeah, of course I'm gonna, you know what I mean? Like, well, I, mean, I think what's in a binge for like an, uh, you know, a cliffhanger for a binge show, it's like, oh thank God, it's oh thank God, I don't know if I could last the week. Exactly, yeah. But uh, here's the other thing: if the if the cliffhanger isn't that good. You're like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to tune in next week. Well, that's the risk, of course, that you run. But yeah. with a show like The Walking Dead, where it's built up this level of like trust with the audience that, oh, shit, something crazy. Because it went through that first, like, that lull. Like, the first season uh, was the introduction, and everyone was like, holy shit, they're doing yeah. this on television. It's amazing. Then the second season was a little weird, and the third season was a little weird. And then it came back again, where yeah. people would say that, there's just a lot. It's just too slow. There was a lot. Yeah. Of, there's not a lot of action. There's a lot of things. Like, I think. I think because it was on Netflix is the reason why I stuck with it. Because I think. Uh, so wait, I, you watched The Walking Dead? Yeah, I, I, uh, I like I, I was. I, I hate horror movies. Right. And the, I don't know if I ever told you that. The reason why I hate horror movies is because usually horror movies or scary movies have some sort of depressing aspect to it. Like, oh, that that girl was raped in that house. And right, she was murdered. And now she's gonna go get vengeance or whatever it is. Or there's you know some yeah. some woman was murdered right there and her ghost haunt. Yeah. Like that's a depressing aspect. So I'd never really gotten horror movies, and they were like, oh, this new zombie show is coming. I'm like, ah, fuck, yeah, fucking. Oh, so then you, so oh, so you didn't I, watch? I dismissed it. I no, thought I, it was, I, I thought I, it was gonna be terrible. And so then one day, uh, I think I was, uh, <laughs> Katie and I were house sitting for our friend, and. Uh, it was like a it was an all day Walking Dead marathon. Right, I was like, right, right. All right, whatever. I'll watch this, and it was just on. And then like after the second episode, it was it was like the first episode and the second episode, and then like I don't know if it was the second or third episode where Rick gets his family back. Right. And it was like tears in my eyes. Like I gotta watch. Yeah, you're hooked. this entire show. Yeah. I think well, because... that that might have been the reason why I got Netflix. It was like oh, oh I heard Walking Dead's on Netflix. I gotta fucking. Well, my thing with the show is that it also like so so Rick Grimes. Uh, plays the, the the character that's having this moral dilemma where that the doesn't fall into. There's a lot of gore in the show, but there's not a lot of what like horror movies have, which I call the the the, the loud noise scare. Uh, they, do, they do occasionally. They do, they that do last ca- episode they did. Well, I don't. With with a, a, oh yeah, well, where like he turns around and is like, oh, there's a twin. Well, the well that the and they talked about it uh, afterwards because they do the Talking Dead. I don't know if you've seen that show. Um, yeah, I love that show. Yeah, it's I great. Didn't see, I, I only saw part of the one last uh, last week. But they talked to uh, Greg Nicotero, who directed it, and he was like, it was very different style. So basically, the whole episode is Tyrese's kind of flashback. It's all yeah, happening yeah. in his head, remembering what happened. So there was that moment where he sees someone coming to him, and then it ends up being a fucking walker. Yeah, and there was a scare there, but it wasn't like the like. The perfect example is like the ring. There's a part in the in the ring where um, there's literally just a loud air horn and a scene change. Oh, really? And there's like bang, and then you're like, oh fuck, just from the noise. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it's like yeah. what? The? I don't, it's just I don't, cheating. Yeah. I don't like a lot of horror movies that do. I don't take them seriously. 
Because there's good ones when all of a sudden, like, you can see it coming, like, the guy in the mirror, he puts his head down, he comes back up, yeah, and there's yeah. a monster in the mirror. Which is so cliche. It's right. Like, ah, Jesus. But it still, it works. You ever you see know? that Andy Samberg one? No. Where it's, like, Andy Samberg and Ellen Page? No, no, no. Oh, after we're done with the podcast, we gotta watch it. We'll now. watch it, we'll post it on the, yeah, on yeah, the yeah, Facebook. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, like, there's a lot of those tropes where it's, like, ugh. And so for me, it's like it's almost like a, a comedy, or like a, a, it's almost like a scavenger hunt. And when I watch a horror movie, I, I don't get into the story as much. With this, I don't consider it a horror. With Walking Dead, I don't consider no, no, it a I don't horror. consider it a horror either. It's well, here's the thing about like uh, uh, the Walking Dead. I don't remember if they did it in the TV show, but I think it's at after the, like the third or fourth issue of the comic book, uh, or the first like run of it. Uh, there's a part where Rick just loses his mind. Where I mean, this is where we're you know, talking about the, the hero aspect and the thing about changing, that Rick right. changes, is that he starts off as the good, you know, howdy-doody sheriff. Right. And eventually turns into this, he snaps at some point, and uh, I think it was like right after he got his hand cut off, and he's going crazy, he's yelling at everybody, and he like turns around and he goes, don't you understand? They're, we're the walking dead. Oh, and it was one of the... Yeah, I mean, he didn't say it like that, but it was like, we are the Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. And that's where the name of the, 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 the show and the, the comic book Because it's dead, you know, eventually... It eventually, like, they're all gonna die. There's no, yeah, yeah. There's no happy ending to it's this. very bleak. Yeah, there's not gonna be a massive cure. Like, how do you think this show is gonna end? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think it's... The show itself, or the, or the, the whole idea of The Walking Dead, like... The, I think the, the show itself, like, how do you think the, the, the show, show is gonna, is gonna end? end with everybody dying. You think the everybody's sh- gonna die? I think I think it's gonna. I, I don't think everybody's gonna. I think it's gonna be left with one guy left alive, and he's alone, literally alone. Like there's no, there's nowhere else to go in that world. There may be other people alive in the world, but in the story of the walking, that, that group of people in Georgia yeah. going to you know up trying to get to Washington or whatever the fuck yeah, they're yeah, gonna yeah. do. Uh, I think that eventually there's gonna be one person left in that group, and that guy's gonna off himself. Wow, that's what I think. I, I would think, like them to like fast forward in the future where it's like a grown up Carl and like he has kids of his own and they've mm-hmm. like created a community. I don't think a community is I don't I don't think that's what the tone of the show. I think that what they've shown is that anytime you build a community, it gets destroyed. Well that's one of the interesting things about uh in the comic books, and this is like right where I left off in the comic books, is at one point uh they do make it up towards the Washington DC area, which is what they're doing in the show right now. Mm-hmm. They're all heading up towards that area. And uh they end up meeting up with this group, and they're it's like the ideal civilization. It's like the like uh, what they thought Terminus would be. Exactly, and so they meet up with this group. It's a great, you know, they have their struggles. They have to fight back the zombies and everything like that. And then they find another group, and they're like, "Oh, we'll start like trading with each other." So they're almost like ancient civilization, where we right, have, like tribes. Yeah, we have tribes. We have trade routes. We'll get together. If there's another enemy, we'll get together. We'll we'll defend ourselves nice. from the enemy. Okay. And uh, then it turns out to be there's this another group. Uh, I believe that's the one with the Negan. I haven't gotten too far into that. And they're massive, though. They're like twice the size of either one of, of, either one of the groups. So yeah. they're like, we have to get together and fight these guys. And Negan uh, is this vicious warlord, pretty much. Right. And a lot of people think in the TV show, that's who took over Terminus the first time. And turn everybody into camels. You know, and then Terminus, they oh, say... Oh, right, yeah, because they... they remember the, the guy that was in the, the storage unit? Yes. And he had the tattoos on his face? Like, they think... In the boxcar, yeah. The yeah, in the boxcar, yeah, yeah. Uh, they think, like, Negan and his group are the ones who attacked Terminus first, the first time and turned everybody crazy. Mm. So it's like, oh, is that what's going to happen to Rick and his group now? Is that mm. they're going to clash and everybody, they're going to turn into cannibals? Like, what's going to happen? 
Well, I don't know. I, I mean, that cannibal part was interesting because getting back to the whole like survival choices and all that stuff, personal, like who do you connect with the most on the show? Um, the reason why I say uh, Daryl is because he's kind of just doing what needs to be done. Uh-huh. He's that kind of guy. And I, you know, I'm from... I, I, I like that. So I'm, I'm a, first of all, uh, as a paramedic, I feel like I would be valuable yeah. to any group that, that oh, I yeah, join. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like You're I, Bob. Bob was a paramedic or a right, army yeah. medic or whatever. Yeah, Bob, I, you know, someone's going to chop off my feet and eat me, my tainted meat. But it's, it's so funny. Like, as soon as uh, Bob got on the show, he was like, oh, he was an army medic. I was like, my, wh- whoever the doctor is right now is about to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you're not going to have two army medics. The like in the uh, Beth was in the hospital. Like they show her, show her in the hospital, yeah. and they do that thing with. Uh, well, they they there's another guy that shows up in this doctor that yeah yeah exactly. that kills off the other competing doctors. Like yeah. hey man, I can't compete. I want job security. But here's the thing, part of me and and, and I'm not saying like I'm a sociopath or I'm gonna do, it, but like <laughs> there's part of me when I watch like the show where I'm like, oh, they should kill that guy right away. Like that, almost like in Captain America: Winter Soldier, where they're like, "Yeah, these guys are going to cause problems in the future." The algorithm and all yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, I have like that thought process where I'm like, like when, um, oh fuck, who was it that shows up when, like, like when Tyrese doesn't kill that guy? I'm like, I fucked up. Yeah. The Terminus dude, he's like, I fucked up. He should have, he should have killed that guy. Like immediately, yeah. Immediately, to kill that guy. Yeah. It's not about like who do you humanity saving everyone of humanity. Yeah. It's about. Yo, you got to be real specific about who you keep around, you know what I mean? It's just so funny because, like, this is where, uh, like, I, I like Rick is that he does change with the times. He's changing with the times. Right. He's not staying stagnant because he is, Tyrese is who Rick was at the beginning of the series. Right. Because, uh, you know, he, he didn't kill the, that guy. But Rick, if you remember, when he escapes Terminus, he's like, everybody's like, oh, let's go, let's go regroup, let's, you know, get our lives back together, and Rick goes, no, no grab your guns, we're gonna go kill those guys now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Rick is the opposite of what Tyrese is. But I don't, I don't think he's wrong, though, I don't think he's bad. I just think he's just, it's much more pragmatic, it's much more like, yeah, this, all of this stuff has to happen yeah. for the greater good. Like, yeah. so it's still, he's doing the greater good thing. Yeah. Daryl, I think, falls under the hero category because he's doing, he, he's been doing that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because the greater good for him and his brother with Merle, it, it was always the greater good for him, right? Yeah. So, so, but, but, it, but is Rick is like, I need to kill these people before they kill us, uh, right? Which is that's what I'm saying. Like, you start off with yourself, right? You, it's him and his. It was him and his brother, right? Mm. So him and Merle were um, were out for themselves, and they were doing whatever it took to do to make themselves, regardless of how it impacted. Because everyone else is essentially uh, potentially a threat. Yeah. So, and then as the group gets bigger, like, Daryl's had to adapt where he's, like, his, to the influences around him. So, when you, all you have, like, you can't judge Daryl based on Mer- Merle being a bad guy mm-hmm. because that's all he had. He didn't have any other exposure. He didn't have anyone else to kind of look out for. So Which he, is why I think, uh, uh, like, there's a one point. He's a victim of circumstance. <laughs> I agree, though, completely. Because I think, like, there's a one point when, uh, after the big thing with, like, Joe and the, the claimers... Right. Where, uh, you know, Rick goes, you know, you're my brother. Right. And, like, Daryl doesn't go, like, no, I already had a brother. Like, Rick is a better brother to Daryl than Merle ever exactly. was. Exactly. To the point where I think when uh, uh, the first couple episodes... By the way, did you know, like, Daryl was never supposed to be in the show. Yeah. He was going to be killed off. Yeah, but he, he was, was... He was a red shirt. He was He was supposed to be the the... the at some point, he's he was supposed to be a turning a, a turning point in the story. It was supposed to be some sort of story focal point in the second or like in the first 
uh, yeah, yeah. season. But he was supposed to be gone. He, and then at some point, he was supposed to die in the end of the first season or something like that. Like, if you watch the first couple episodes, his name isn't even in the opening credits. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but like, so, like, Daryl is like, oh, I don't know any better. My brother just raised me and this is my brother taught me to live like this. But then Rick is showing by example. He's not, he's not lecturing Daryl. No. He's going, I need to save your brother. I need to get those guns. Yeah. I need to save this person. This is the people we are. Like, at one point, like, Glenn has to correct Rick at one point when he hears, like, the beating of the, the boxcar, and Glenn goes, we have to go save that guy. And Rick goes, no, we can't. We, don't have, to, we have to get out of here. And right. Glenn goes, no, that's still who we are. Right, right. Because that's the rules that Rick set down, is we're still moral people. We're still the good guys. What? A, so, I, I forgot. What happens when... So, they open the boxcar, the dude comes running out, and he's, he says something weird, and yeah. then he runs off and gets eaten. Right, he gets eaten. But it's not like they kill him. No, no, no. They, they try to fr- save him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was trying to, because they showed a flashback in the last episode. Because right now, as we're recording this, the first episode of the mid-season premiere aired. Yeah. So, uh, so there, that was the whole Tyrese backstory. Yeah. Now, uh, or the end of Tyrese, you know. Yeah. And they show... They show a couple of things that, that, that were flashbacky and I guess are going to be important. So that I that boxcar thing. So you're saying that that guy is works for the the Negan guy? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. Okay. All right. So so here's okay. So let's 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 present a couple of questions. So if you first of all, what's your chosen uh, zombie weapon? Because Rick has the gun, but. At a certain point, they all abandon noisy yeah. things, so they have to... Which is why, like, Daryl is, is one of the better people to have, because he's got the crossbow. The crossbow. Uh, he's I, the I, Chewy of, of Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, he's totally Chewy. Bowcaster. He is Chewy. Um, I think... I mean, he's got... I mean, he's got the... The crossbow is better with aim. It's, you know... The only problem is it's slow. To reload. And then, yeah. To reload. So when you're fighting zombies, that's not an issue, because they're slow. They're slow walkers. Especially in the, the you know, past season. They're very slow this year. Uh, I, I did notice that at some point, I felt like they were more aggressive now. Do you think that do, in, the, in the comics, do they become, do they do, do they develop, do they go through a change also, or are they just the same the whole time? Uh, do far, they ever as mention... As far as I remember, they're just the same. Like, in the, in the, in the show, like, each season, they decay a little more. I don't know if you ever right, noticed yeah, that. They, like, they, the first season, like, they're somewhat cognitive. They kind of have memories. Like, at one point, one of them tries to turn a doorknob. At one point, you know, the little girl picks up the teddy bear. So they right, kind, right, they right, kind right. of remember what it's like to be a human. And, you know, they can still move a little bit. There's still fluid in their joints. But now they're just, like, skeletons. The with... older zombies. Yeah, because they've, they've, yeah. that's the one thing I have noticed. There's still new zombies being yeah, created. Yeah, they're still being created. But now there's, like, generational zombies. Yeah. Or walkers, whatever. Yeah. So, like, you see, like, there's the ones that, that are, like... Uh, well, even in the first episode, the very first episode, they show, like, that half a body yeah. kind of squirm around. When I, that was, I was hooked on that the first time I saw it. I was like, that... Well, if they're showing that, this is going to be fucking great. Yeah. But then now you see, like... There's still like the juicy zombies, and then you, when there was the illness, you would see like the difference. Oh, the red eyes, the zombies. red eyes, the bleeding zombie, yeah. the bleeding eye zombies. So like there, there it feels like they're they're progressing with everything that's going on too. Oh yeah, yeah. Because there is the whole concept of slow zombie versus fast rage zombie. The, the, yeah. There's like a twenty eight days later. Exactly. Twenty days later was a fucking awesome zombie oh, movie. Well, we're gonna get to that because I want to know <laughs> the recommended viewing is gonna be. Uh, we're going to talk about our, okay. our personal picks, but but for right now, weapon. Like, so what do you think would be like the best best weapon? Because that's the interesting thing is that like I I think a melee weapon would probably be the best thing. Right. Some sort of uh, 
I wouldn't go Katana because actually, if you knew this, Katanas break easily. They're not as stable as people think they are. There's actually, like, people would go, oh, the Samurais made great... Actually, no, they use pig iron, which is, like... Later, well, later on, the, the, the ones that are made well, they're not made to actually come in contact with another sword. Like, yeah, you yeah, see, they when, would shatter. Yeah, 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 they were not made to... Um, so I would probably go, I would go with, like, some sort of mace. Oh, like a... Like a, like a medieval, like, a, just a, a piece of metal a with ass. a giant, you know, spiked ball at the end. Yeah. And just, well, not spiked, but, you know beveled and just you know just smash some, people some so, sort of yeah. cleaver I would even say maybe a, a hammer or something like that hammer's good that was the Tyrese weapon the Tyrese weapon it's a fantastic weapon what a good and they're you, they're everywhere you know, I wouldn't of. go claw hammer though I'd either go baltine or I'd go uh, like a mini sledge or something like that something I would go with what, a one meat handed tenderizer one handed though yeah 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 I uh, wouldn't two handed weapon is not good unless you can you know utilize both ends of it uh, I you know what I'm gonna have to go with um, old school, just a machete. Like, I feel like That's it's. What I'm, I'm worried a machete would dole out. I'm worried a machete would break. Well, if you know how to take care of, you know how to sharpen a blade. I mean, because there's a lot of downtime, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. It, like that's the one thing I like about the sh- about the Walking Dead. Was it's never like the 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 one thing I always say is that any anytime you edit something, like we all edit. Like when I tell you a story about yeah, what yeah, I did yeah. yesterday, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell it in real time. That would yeah. be impossible. You know, I'm not gonna tell you about like I'm where I oh and I took a shit at this point and then I went and I wiped <laughs> yeah, my ass yeah. this way and then, yeah, yeah. like there's editing that you do to the story. So when you see like like certain zombie movies. They only show you the the interesting the parts. interesting parts. The <laughs> Walking Dead shows a lot of the downtime, where it's yeah. like you see them yeah. you see them struggling with the downtime because it's got to be fucking boring. You yeah. know what I mean? Like like when Carl wanders off yeah. and he's and he finds a comic book and he finds a thing of pudding, the chocolate pudding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's just kind of like killing time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like well, uh, at, at that point, he was actually searching for supplies. But and he was working through some shit in his head. Exactly. But what I'm saying is that and he was trying to figure out how to be a better actor. Exactly. <laughs> well, with well, all of that being said, there's a like it's all done in the downtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I the I the dichotomy between there's like there's a lot of stuff going on. There's we got to do this, we got to do this, and then all of a sudden they're all just kind of sitting around and Beth singing a song or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they like that. That is something I think is underrepresented and, and people don't really think about because everybody thinks about the hack and slash I'm gonna chop through this army of fucking water and then it's like alright and then yeah, yeah. you're gonna have to find food and you're gonna have to camp and you're gonna have to make us find a safe camp and you're yeah. gonna have to you know take care maintain your your health because you, you, dude you walk in the city, man. You get blister on your foot. You're like, fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you, you know, like all of that stuff. I like that they account. I for. I think of that all the time, by the way. When like I'll be like walking, and then I'll sit down, and like my ankle will start hurting while I'm sitting down, and I'm like, I stand back up, and my feet are just so like, yeah. You know, or like you get pins and needles in your foot, or <laughs> something. If you sit down or if you stand up too fast, and you're like, oh, if I had to run right now, I'd be fucked. Yeah, right. About, I'd be fucked. Cause you man, cause you like, cause I, that downtime is interesting. So like, I'm there, you know, sharpening my, my machete, yeah. you know, around a campfire or whatnot, and all of a sudden, you know, like I'm getting sleepy, and we're all kind of just kind of tucked, I'm snuggled up with my machete, and then all of a sudden it's like. Oh, quick, everyone, we gotta run a mile. You know, like, like <laughs> yeah, from yeah. dead sleep yeah. to fucking zombie You turn into attack. a gazelle where it's like, oh, we're just chilling out. Oh, we gotta lion, we gotta run. Yeah. Here's my issue with the machete, though. Here's my issue okay. is that uh, you, you hang and slash. You have to go for the head, obviously, the right. brain. Uh, I don't know if there's enough concussive force 
because it could hit the brain, it could hit the skull, get maybe get stuck in the skull, right. doesn't go all the way down to the brain. Also, if you hit the skull, maybe get stuck in the bone. Then you're like, ah, give me back my machete, zombie. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean the. But like a mace or a hammer is just like boom, get out of my way. Well, it all depends on the type of machete. Because I would use, I would look for like a heavy, like it's basically like a go club for like a, a blade. Uh, go for like a falcana. You ever see those ones no. where it's kind of like curved? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know those ones, those ones might not be. Yeah, that's what. I'm, I'm, well, I don't know what you're talking. What machete you're talking about? Yeah, just, just straight up machete, machete, like uh, your people use. Like my people use. <laughs> I am Hispanic, by the way. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, no, but yeah, I, I like that found holes and stuff with the sugar canes. <laughs> it's totally what we use. But the, uh, but yeah, maybe I have an, maybe I have a cultural affinity to machetes. Yeah, maybe you do. <laughs> maybe I do. I mean, I train martial arts with a machete, so that's the whole thing. If Which is why I'm like, I'll take a, p- a potato masher. <laughs> <laughs> can mine mash potatoes? Yeah, you're tuning into Spicking the Mick in the Morning. <laughs> Jeez, that's funny. That's going to be our radio show. Speaking uh, of good morning. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, so like I would go with that, but you always have to carry a couple things, right? If I've learned yeah. anything from video games is that you need more than one weapon. Oh, yeah, man. You got a dual wheel. So you, you need a bug. You need one of those. A baseball bat, I think, would be good. Yes, my thing about baseball bats is... Uh, Jesus, you have a thing with everything. I, 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 I've thought this shit through. <sighs> baseball bat, wooden baseball bat, awesome, fantastic weapon. Uh, it does break. It shatters yeah. all the time. Aluminum bat. Aluminum bat. Uh, it's aluminum. Yeah. It, I mean, if it's it's not the hardest of metals, uh, you just, you know you hit it. Maybe it, it's a hollow too. So if you hit something hard enough, it's gonna. It's dense. It's dense. It, it goes through. You're not gonna have as much power. There is like a, you ever see like one of those like a fisherman's billy clubs? Oh yeah. The very small baseball bats. Yeah, where you just yeah, hit yeah. something like that's dense. I don't think it would shatter too hard. Basically, it's literally made for bashing things. You brains want to in. know who the best zombie apocalypse guy to have on your team? Casey Captain. Jones. No, Casey, <laughs> Casey Jones, Jones yeah. from the Ninja Turtle. Yeah. You want Casey Jones with a cricket bat and a fucking? You want him just walking around? He's got a face mask on. He's got. I, that's who I want. I want to see Casey Jones and the Ninja Turtles versus zombies. You know the best uh, weapon if it was if it was possible to have. You know what it'd be? Lightsaber. Fair enough. You would own the world. Fair enough. You got a lightsaber. I mean, you would own the world if you had a lightsaber yeah, right, right now. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't now. Like, I'd be like, hey, everybody, I have a lightsaber. <laughs> Ask the, me questions. Get the fuck out of here with you. <laughs> Ask me how this happened. You know? <laughs> you fuck the lightsaber. Be, yeah, right? I mean, but, so, I, I, I would like something with an edge on it. I think a chopping weapon would be good if if you know how to use it. Because that's a useful thing for, uh, you know, it's got to serve more than one purpose. Oh, okay. Oh, you know what would be good? Oh, you ever see one of those so military exciting. shovels? Yes. I was... Oh, fuck. bro. That's the best of everything. Entrenching oh. tool. Yes. Entrenching tool. The, you the one of those army ones? entrenching tool. Because it's, it's portable. You can put it on your back. Yeah. You whip it out easily. Clack, clack. It's a hammer. It's right. a, it's an axe. It's a shovel. It's pointed. It's got so many different aspects. It's perfect. We've, the We're entrenching going entrenching tool. tool. Entrenching, entrenching tool. tool. And we go with that one. That thing can slice bone. Yeah. It, it's it, an amazing... That thing is intense. An army tr- entrenching tool. Yeah. And then that. it's you can, you can store stuff in the... Yeah. It's yeah. great. Perfect. Yeah. Good call. Let's do that. Good call. We've solved all of the zombie apocalypse <laughs> problems and trenching tools for everybody. But yeah, so what? Do By the you... way, I think uh, I think The Walking Dead has done so much more for the Second Amendment than the NRA has ever done. Right, right. 
Well, like the doomsday preppers. There's people that actually the think the doomsday that this preppers is happen. jerk off to The Walking Dead. They got to, right? They would be like, oh, yeah. I fucking told you guys. Yeah, right? Like they're all circle jerking around. It's like, it's Sunday <laughs> night. Pull your dicks out, everybody. Like, they have a gun in their one hand and dicks in the other. But, uh, but in all fairness, um, I'm not a gun person. I don't really like guns. But I, I know how to shoot one if I have to use one. I, yeah, yeah. My biggest thing with, with guns... Is the, the, the limited ammo. You're like, you oh, run yeah, out of stuff, then it just turns into another club. Yeah. You know? Granted, it would be good to have something like a rifle, I think would be good for hunting, if you yeah, got yeah, yeah. your food. A rifle would be good, but eventually, you know, a bow and arrow or something like a crossbow, something yeah. that doesn't, that you can go get your bullets back. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Or even like, a, it's easy to make ammunition. Like, if, if you remember, I think it was after the third season or something like that I don't know after the second season when everybody they're like scavenging everybody's right, starving right. They, they left the prison or whatever it is like Daryl has homemade arrows now he doesn't have the the Walmart or Sports Authority arrows yeah, the, he used to the, the, the he doesn't have the Bass Pro Shop yeah, yeah now he's got like it's a stick with owl feathers or whatever, yeah, whatever's on made, it and that's the thing I think um, the resourcefulness is the best survival trait like adapt ad- adapting like the making yeah. changes like the change yeah. what, what, what was the thing you said earlier the whole point of the, the it is all the about episode. changing yeah, yeah. yeah. So, embracing change because like that's the one thing I noticed where it's like no cell phones no GPS no Google Maps yeah. no uh, you know what I mean like you're you have to resort back to kind of this primal yeah. which is the thing about Daryl Dixon is that not much changed for him. Exactly, yeah. Is He didn't change uh, his lifestyle. He was living this way before. Right, right. He didn't change... Uh, he always carried around a bow and arrow. He always... You know, he was always living off the land. What changed for him was his uh, his his maturity, his mental level. Right. And it, also the fact that the people around him are, no, are not like... Are enabling him to do good, to yeah. think of better things. I mean, purpose was that, that, uh, that scene, that episode, uh, I think it was called Chupacabra... Was the episode where he uh, he falls off the horse into the ravine and he has the arrow stuck in his side? And oh right! He yeah. starts hallucinating that his brother Merle is there and he's you know is, he's like I'm not like you anymore. Right? Yeah, he's like having that argument with himself. Yeah, yeah. these but, are good people. Yes, these are good people. That's a big one. And you know what? I really want to see. I want to see the fucking story of how Merle gets out of Atlanta. You know, they leave him on a roof with his hand chopped off, or or not with his hand chopped off, but they leave him handcuffed to the fucking roof and chops his own hand off. I don't know if it, it tells the story, but there was a video game with the with the the Dixon brothers. Oh wow! And because uh, there there are a couple different Walking Dead video games. There's uh, the Telltale games, which, which I heard are phenomenal. I heard, yeah, because it's it's not a video game; it's more like an episode. interactive television show. Yes, yeah, so you're like you you make choices and things develop as you. It's like a choose your own adventure book. Exactly, exactly. But there was another one. It was like a like a third person shooter, sure. pretty much. Like it was like Grand Theft Auto, but mm-hmm. with zombies. And that was the Daryl Dixon. So I, thing. I think that could, Dixon I think that took place right before they met. I think there might be a scene where it takes place as he's trying to leave. Yeah. I don't know. I think that would be cool too. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, let's we gotta wrap this up, but let's um, let's go with the recommended. What are your top zombie movie picks? Uh, I'm a fan of 28 Days Later. 28 Days Later is great. Did you see 28 Weeks Later? I did. I saw 28 Weeks Later, and they're actually making 28 Months Later. Uh, all is coming out. So. The so that's the that's the virus outbreak. It's not the it's not it's very known. What yeah. happens? Like, they know that it was a lab yeah. and a monkey that bit. The monkey, and, Ebola type thing, yeah. And it spreads. The rage and it, virus. The rage virus. And, it, you know, because it, it, it's, it's um, a lot of people say, like, uh, that that it, it it's modeled after the ra- rabies. 
Yeah. Because rabies is actually... Read up on rabies. Rabies is fucking dangerous. Yeah. Like, it's so scary when someone gets... We, like, pro, you know, prophylactically, you give rabies shots, you do all these things, because there's only been, like, one person that's ever survived a case of the rabies. It yeah. has, like, almost 100%. It's, like, 99.999% mortality. You ever read the book, Their Eyes Were Watching God? No. There's a... a I'm pretty sure this is what happened, but there's... A uh, g- girl falls in love with a guy. And it's all about like the black community, and I think it was it takes place in Florida. And there's a hurricane, and uh, the, uh, this woman's the, her lover gets bit by like a raccoon or a something, dog or yeah. something like that, and gets rabies. And at the time, they didn't know anything about it, and he just goes crazy and he tries to kill her. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, that's the vo- that's the fucking zombie virus. There's an episode of a podcast called Radio Lab. Which is oh, yeah, yeah. NPR Radio Lab? They do. It's a great show. It, it's really super interesting, and, and I've learned a lot on that show. There's one about rabies. I can't remember the name of it. It's uh, probably last year. It came out at some point, but it's fascinating. It's so fascinating about how bad, how, how, how like it, it. It's it's scary how there's still kind of no end, and it kind of yeah. opens your eyes to how viruses are work. You know, like the Ebola virus, like. With Ebola, what happened here in New York and in Africa, where everyone was super scared about it, it's it's fascinating to think of viruses. So twenty eight days later, is that story to the nth degree, to like an exponential yeah. extent, which is and that movie is it suffers from a couple of the scare things, but it's also about the people. Yeah, like there's a lot of really interesting situations. There's the thing where the father gets infected, and it's like, oh, Jesus. The father and the well, I don't want to br- spoiler yeah, it for, yeah. but if you, but twenty eight days later is a great great. I'm going to go... Shaun of the Dead has to be on Shaun there. of the Dead classic. Shaun of the Dead's classic. Um, Dawn of the Dead, the one the, the, the it came out in like... The remake or the, the one, original? No, not the original. The one that just came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Zack Snyder who directed that? I don't remember who directed it. pretty sure it was Zack Snyder. But it's that that's a fun one. Like that one, I remember yeah. watching it going like... I, I saw it in the theater. I was like, this is dope. Yeah, and it, it's bleak, and it's, it's got Ving Rhames, the dad from Modern Family. Yes, the dad from Modern Family, the type of Mackay Pfeiffer. Yeah, it's just like this a weird... zombie baby. Yes, all of that. <laughs> it's just, and it's it's almost like I love when they do crazy shit and they take it serious. Like yeah. they're like everything in that. It's it's in a mall, you know. Like yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Which was I mean the original thing about like it taking place in the mall is that like zombie zombieism was a metaphor for consumerism, right? Well, was like the original Night of the Living Dead. If you watch it now, it's it's the the theme holds up. The rest yeah. of it doesn't. Oh, I, yeah, it's super, was... it's interesting to watch. I would I would put that on the list too. The original, just yeah, yeah, yeah. actually uh, Night of the Living Dead two. Yeah, is originally he wanted to do an alien movie, but right. he didn't have the the budget for it. So he's like, yeah, there's zombies now. Zom- yeah, like yeah, and that was what started everything. Because yeah, George Romero created this whole genre. Did like, you know uh, he was neighbors? You know who he was neighbors with? Who? Mister Rogers. Really? He they were best friends. That's so crazy. And he really, was, that's Mr. So Rogers was a Presbyterian minister, and he was this guy who loved zombies. That's so funny. And Mr. Rogers couldn't have been prouder of him. He was yeah. like, I'm so glad you're following your dream. Yeah, Mr. Rogers is is ah, a hero. What a hero, Mr. Rogers. We should Rogers. do a Mr. Rogers. Mr. Episode. Rogers episode, like a bonus app. We'll do a quick one. Oh. But uh, but yeah, so definitely. Uh, Twenty eight days later, what was the, there was another one recently? Um, oh shit, I can't remember the name of it. The one with John Leguizamo? Day of the Dead? No, Land of the... It got Land crazy. So Dawn of the Dead came out, the remake, uh, came out recently. Was, or, or like yeah, in yeah. 90... I can't remember what it was. Late 90s, early 2000s. And then uh, then they, they did um, Land of the Dead, where it was like in a, a high-rise complex. That's, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. 
And that one gets a little crazy because then it starts like they start learning. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, eh, zombies don't learn. Whereas zombie, like, he picks up a gun and starts using the gun. Or he, 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 uh, he, there's like a zombie that starts yeah, getting he, all the other zombies together. Cause yeah, they were using... there's like one that has like a meat cleaver and yeah. he's like, man, use the meat cleaver. Yeah, like he figures out, like, no, that's not, I, I it totally jumped the shark yeah. there. But the first, the Dawn of the Dead remake was, was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tons of, t- there's a, yeah, I think stuff. there's an overload of zombies now where it's like, yeah. Eh. Well, it was like the vampire thing when, yeah, you know, with the Twilight, Twilight and then a bunch of other stuff happened. So yeah. it's, it's, uh, there's a there's a lot of good stuff out there. The Walking Dead, I think, is fucking fantastic. So who do you think wins, Daryl or Rick? I think. Uh, I mean, as far as winning, you mean who's like, the hero? Who's the real hero? I think Rick. You think I, Rick is think the Rick, hero? Because I think when it comes down to it, Rick would sacrifice himself for the good of the rest of the group. Hmm. Yeah, and you don't, and you think Daryl? I think Daryl has a self preservation where he's like, I, know, I think eventually he would be like, I still need to look out for me. Ah, okay. All right, yeah. Because there is a self-preservation. I see that. I see that. He because he does have the connection with everyone around. I don't him. know. I take that back. Because when he was uh, the Beth thing, he was like, "Beth, get out of here!" And he like he fought the whole room of zombies. I, I don't know. I, I don't know either. What I was gonna say is, I think Rick would probably. I think Daryl would sacrifice himself as the soldier more than mm, more than Rick would. True. Maybe. Because I think. I think Rick. I think it would be like the scene at the end of Armageddon when Bruce Willis is like, <laughs> like punches him in the face, like, "No, you have to go. You gotta go fuck my daughter." They would fight over who gets to fuck. Hey, uh, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go die. No, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Hey, I'm gonna go die. Was like, no, 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 no. Me. Meanwhile, I'm... while they're all arguing, Carol just wiped out everybody. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So the real <laughs> hero, the real hero is Carol. Carol. Carol's Carol. the hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going with Dale. Dale. Poor Dale. <laughs> Poor Dale. The only one I knew how to fix that fucking thing. Right, uh, zombie apocalypse happens. What's the first thing you do? The first thing I do is uh, pack a bag, get all my emergency stuff, uh, and then and then head for the wilderness. Head for I. I would not find. I would not. I would head away from people. <laughs> you know what I do? Go to an island. And, well, I mean, that's away from people. I'm talking about, you're talking about literally immediately. You, you said wilderness, like the woods. Well, away from people. The, I, I go for an island, man. An island? I, th- I would live on the Statue of Liberty. Oh, I like it. And then during the day, I would go scavenge New York City for calzones. <laughs> you could literally, like, it's like, <laughs> it would be great. You just like, it's like, you have like the best zombie apocalypse ever where you're like, Oh yeah, no. I'm just I'm just gonna get my wave runner. <laughs> I'm just gonna get on my wave runner. Yeah. I'm gonna go get some food. I'll be right back. You guys need anything? Oh, oh no, I'm cool. Hey, you guys want to have a house party on the uh, the Staten Island ferry? Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> you know, like, you're like not yeah, worried yeah. at all. You're just yeah, like, yeah. That would be fucking funny. I think Where that's, go- that's one of my fears. By the way, is like if some apocalypse did happen, I'm like, oh fucking, all my favorite foods aren't gonna be made anymore. <laughs> you and the fucking foods. It's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be like first, no bar nuns. <laughs> No, no Twix. So where the fuck are you gonna calzone in a zombie apocalypse? Yo, if the zombie apocalypse happens, the Vane Bakery better stay open. I want those <laughs> fucking cookies. I need those cookies. Uh, that's funny, dude. I would, I, you know, the only thing is that I, I wouldn't. I like the idea of the 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 Statue of Liberty. Go live in the Statue of Liberty. That'd be great, right? Yeah, I think that's a great fucking idea. 
I would go because you it's get a small good enough, viewpoint. Good you get view- a good vantage. If point. anybody does come up, you got a whole bunch of you got a whole pedestal that you could and protect. Ow. And then and it's a small little island. You could you could clear that out in no time. Or even Ellis Island. Ellis Island is a, it's, it's, it's bigger, a fortress. Yeah, it's yeah, a fortress. Yeah. But it's yeah yeah yeah. But that's a good that's a good. I like that. Yeah. So yeah. zombie apocalypse. Me the spick and the mick <laughs> on Liberty <laughs> Island. Oh, that makes me think. Like Hawaii. Like did Hawaii get? In the Walking I, Dead? Look, there's a lot of questions. So the the Walking Dead or Guam, Philippines? Yeah, is it Australia? Is, is it is it centralized in just the United States? Because everybody already has the whatever the thing is that's making everybody come back. Right. So is it is it is it like a genetic thing that every like the human race ha- or only uh, maybe? What if it's just American? What if it's something in the water? What if it's because they they mentioned something about France. Yeah, yeah like the French were working on something. But that was Eugene lying his ass off. No, no, that was the CDC guy. He was like, I, I, they had some sort of, they were breaking, making a breakthrough in that's, France. That is and the, that's the part reason why Robert, that Robert Kirkman, Kirkman doesn't like. He's like, ah. He, he thinks back and he's like, ah, he, didn't, he doesn't want there to be any world outside yeah. of these people. Which is why I'm, I'm excited for the, the, the spinoff uh, yeah, of Walking yeah, Dead. Too. is because it's going to take, because with The Walking Dead now, it was like, oh, he just woke up after a coma, has no idea what the fuck what happened. Right. But now we're gonna go through like oh the first days. So the spinoff is going to be. It's gonna be take place in L.A. and it's gonna be like oh what's happening guys? Oh, oh. oh so it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be like yeah. hey, this guy just tried to bite me you know like. And actually they said uh, remember in in the first season remember that that Hispanic guy had his family. Uh, uh, Martinez or whatever his name was. I can't remember. Remember uh, he was he was in the, in the first season. Yeah, in the first season, remember he was one of the the group that found Rick. And he brought him back, and he was like, "I'm gonna take my, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go visit my family." Uh, they're actually thinking that that dude is gonna show up in the spinoff. Oh, like he, it, he, like when everybody was like, "Oh, we're gonna go to CDC," he was like, "I'm gonna take my my family, take care of my own. Right, or, I'm right. gonna go visit my family out west." So they're thinking that dude goes to visit his family in L.A. And, and then and then he's gonna show up as they're discovering what's happening. Well, after after it, you know, because that happened after. But, yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe it'll be like spinoff, but with that dude as like a as a bridging character, his family, yeah, being the 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 folk. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I'm I'm, I'm done. Look, I'm gonna watch it. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like it. it's yeah, like yeah. no, I'm done. I'm not gonna. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, so recommended. Uh, Twenty eight days later, um, Dawn of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead, um, and uh, if you go back to the original Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. So remember, Carol is the hero of Walking Dead. Yeah, man. Daryl Dixon is cool as shit. Rick Grimes, I like difficult we, choices. I like how we talk shit out, and then at the end, it's like third third option. Biff was the hero in Back to the Future. Totally. Carol's the hero, and yeah, you never know with us where we're gonna spin the story. It's like an M Night Shyamalan movie. Shyamalan. All right, guys, uh, thanks for listening. Be sure to share, like, and subscribe, and tell all your friends. Uh, do us a favor and uh, like the Facebook page, and then post it to your page. We want to share. Uh, get this uh, going as far out as we can. And uh, leave us a review on iTunes. And uh, if there's nothing else, stay heroic. Or what, what do you say? Go out and be heroic. <laughs>